Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And today, back by popular demand, I have the one, the only, Steve Sims. And today's episode is brought to you by stevedsims.com. Please check out stevedsims.com for a lot of entertainment and fun. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Make sure you share this out. See you in a second. And we're back. Let me bring Steve on. Steve, welcome back to the show, mate. How you doing? You know, I love it when you said by popular demand, there's been no one. No one's made any request whatsoever. You were just bored. You had an empty slot and I happen to be around. <laughs> Joe Ingram requested for you to come back. Oh, okay, there you go. So one, <laughs> but it's Joe. So it's half a one. I don't listen to Joe typically. <laughs> so, so Steve, um, first off, you're um, one of my favorite people in the world. I, I love your energy. I love what you're doing for the world. And um, <laughs> look, Joe's on here, man. He's he said I demand it. <laughs> so funny. Um, but you know, I, you've been on before. You told your story, but I want I want I want you to kind of re revisit where it all started for you if you wouldn't mind wow um well to make it quick it's exactly the same as every entrepreneur that's listening to this show now literally um we start off being aggravated we start off being perplexed you know and we start off with curiosity you know how come they're successful how come they've got it all and that was the same as me i was a bricklayer from east london i had no money everyone in my local pub had no money, so I realized I had to change the room I was in and get away from broke-ass bikers. Um, <laughs> so I started going out to try and find out how I can have conversations with successful people and go, hey, why are you successful and I'm not? I'm working on a building site. I'm working on the door. I know how to work, but you're smarter than me somehow, so how can that be? Um, and it just started, and within me trying to find out those answers – I ended up looking after them because, hey, if you don't bring anything to the party, you're not a welcome guest. <laughs> and so I would kind of like try and help them out. I ended up being able to just get into things. I just found a knack for it. I don't know really what the secret sauce was, but I went from getting them into private parties to premieres to playing drums with Guns and Roses, getting married in the Vatican and having a dinner party at the feet of Michelangelo's David in Florence with Andre Bocelli serenading you while you chewed your pasta. So wow. Forbes called me the real life wizard of Oz, but do understand this is very important. I never did it because I was a social butterfly. In fact, Joe, I tell you, I'm really not good with people. In fact, you'll <laughs> probably be able to admit that. You know, I, I have low tolerance for idiots. Um, and I've often said that while we're trying to find a cure for COVID, if we could find a cure for stupidity, I'd be happier. Um, but I wanted to find those answers and that just ended up being the the action for the reaction. Uh, I called it my Trojan horse. And as you know, five years ago, I wrote a book that I thought no one other than my mum would buy. 
Um, and it kind of took off. There uh, it is. Yeah, blue fishing. It um, became a bestseller, got translated into Mandarin Chinese, Thai, Vietnamese, Korean. Um, I was going to say Australian. It didn't need much translation <laughs> for that. Um, Polish, <laughs> Russian. Uh, and it, it just it just suddenly took me from my 16 followers on Instagram, of which I think 15 of those were lost. <laughs> and um, I've now got 18 followers on Instagram. So it's uh, it's been an interesting five years. Uh, you know, that's the thing, man, is, is you 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 kind of play it off. And I, I do love that, man. If I called you and said, hey, I need to have a phone call with Sir Elton John. You're the man that could make that happen, and I I know that for a fact. And or whoever, like it's almost whoever. And and I've kind of I I've I have not intentionally modeled my life after you, but <laughs> I, I've I do the same thing. People call me, hey, can you get me in touch with with President Trump and or this person or that per and. I don't know how, but I've been able to figure out how to make some of those connections for people. The difference is you've gotten paid for it. <laughs> and I, yeah. I have. So, so talk a little bit about that because you went into, I mean, you started making some big, massive connections for people. Yeah. Again, has anyone ever lost a weight by buying a diet book? Or got rich from buying a financial book? And the answer is no. You've never got rich from purchasing the book or even consuming the information in it. You've got rich or lost weight from action in it. So with me, I wanted to have conversations with rich people, but I just had to get you a meeting with Elton John. You know, that was yeah. the reaction. So there was the action. There was the reaction. Yeah. So I, I never focused. Now, here's the funny thing. <clears throat> If you don't worry about something and you're not focused on it, you pet, you tend to be a lot calmer about it, don't you? Yeah. You know, yeah. if I said to you, oh, do me a favor, reach, pass me that book. I need the book. And you reach behind you. It's just so easy for you. You don't overthink it. But I, if I said to you, hey, your life depends on it. Pass me that. Now there's pressure. So people <laughs> do these things with immense pressure. And that's usually where they fold. So I would go, well, look, I really want to be able to have a conversation with Elon Musk. All I've got to do is do this for Peter Diamandis. I really want to hang out with Sir Elton John. All I've got to do is this for his Oscar party. You know, it was this kind of thing. And so my, my pressure was I really wanted this conversation. All I had to do was get you a, a drum lesson with Guns N' Roses. Um, and so there was this kind of reaction. And here's the dumb thing. And this is why I wrote the book. This is why Go For Stupid actually came about how many of us are the killer of our own dreams how many of us like if, if anyone here listening watching to this if you spoke to one of your mates to go right tell me now what would you do if you could do anything that turned around and they go oh i'd love to you know uh, go go dancing with uh, you know so and so i'd like to drive a formula one car i'd like to play piano with elton john and then watch them. They will take two seconds to tell you what they want to do and then spend 10 minutes telling you why it can't be done. Be like, I know. Oh, but I can't play. I don't know what I was thinking. I could never do it. Oh, my God. How would he put up with me? You spend longer talking yourself out of what you want to do rather than just killing it after the desire and then focusing on that. 
And and that's what we do. And that's why I wanted that's why whenever we would get anyone that came to us and they would go, Oh, I'd like to, I'd like to get front row tickets to Elton John. We'd be like, okay. And then we would literally sit there in the office. And this was back in Palm Beach, like in 2004. We'd be like, okay, how can we take this request and make it stupid? Never impossible. How can we make it laughable? How can we just go ridiculous on this request? And that's how it came about. That's insane, man. You're right, though. I, I, I'm actually, I, I'm not going to go into it, but I'm writing a book in the near future. And it's all about those alibis. Napoleon Hill talks about it, right? Yeah. In, in Think and Grow Rich, that we instantly, like if I said, Steve, fly to Columbus, Ohio tomorrow and hang out with me, your brain would immediately go, I, 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 I got yeah. this. I get, I get, you know, it's just we i think it's human nature what do you think that is why why do we do that so it's here you go funny you should answer that ken because it's in my book um <laughs> i actually i actually wrote an article in there and it was from a podcast i did years ago on the yellow car and you you think about it someone turns up at your house and they've got this yellow car or a green car or a pink car whatever and you go my God, I have never seen that color before on a car. And then the following day, when you're driving down the road, what's the only color you can see? Right. Now, as entrepreneurs or pre-entrepreneurs, we're close-minded to only what we safely can achieve. But when you're an entrepreneur and you start opening up your mind to a different color, a different vote, a different style, a different attitude, a different tone, then guess what's the only thing you can see? Now, you turn around to me and go, Steve, come to Columbus, Ohio tomorrow. Now, because I've got the yellow car syndrome and I know what it does, the more you open your mind to opportunity, what's the only thing you see? Opportunity. So for me, you say, come here. I'm like, and I'm going to text you from the, uh, from the plane and be like, <laughs> why am I coming? But by that time, I'm already en route. So we... We open our mind. Very successful people have two traits. One of them is aggravation. Sadly, we never we never move on on potential. You know, run through that door. There's a million dollars behind a door. You can guarantee half the room are not moving through that door. But if you say run through that door because there's a fire, everyone's out that door. Okay. Right. So we move on pain and aggravation. This, you know, if something bothers us, we find a way to fix it. Then we find someone else with that problem and we sell them the solution. That's what an entrepreneur does. But the other thing is curiosity. Everyone I met, Larry Page, Peter Diamandis, Elon Musk, Sorrell and John, uh, uh, Richard Branson, John Paul, any of the ones you want to, you want to, you know, I can name drop. They're all curious. You know, why hasn't that done before? Let's do it. How do you do that? You know, like the kid that opens up the back of the remote control just to see what it looks like. You can't put it back together again, but it doesn't matter. You've now feasted on curiosity. So stay aggravated and stay curious. God, that's so freaking awesome. What about the people who I, I see you see these people? I, I've seen your posts bitching about these people. <laughs> <laughs> I do moan about people a lot, I'm afraid. <laughs> You said, you said, yeah, I think it was yesterday or the day before you had a post that said, um, imagine paying somebody to coach you that's never done anything. 
My my <laughs> wife, my wife, literally, she she doesn't subscribe to me, but every now and then she looks at my posting and she'd be like, "What's wrong with you? Are you trying to piss people off?" Because of course, <laughs> we've all got friends that are those coaches and they're making a lot of money out of it yeah. and they've never achieved anything else than building a coaching course. Uh, and I just, I just find it hilarious today. If I like, it's the classic, you know, you look on TV and there's a supermodel that's never eaten in her life talking to you about weight loss tablets. You know, I want to meet some behemoth 500 pound monster. That's now 120 pound. <laughs> and I'll listen to you because obviously you know what you're doing. But right. I think today we give too much credit via our eyeballs. Well, it, it, it looks good. It must be real. Um, right. That curiosity of, well, why you? you know, why are you doing that? How can you help me? Let's look right. at how many times you failed, which is a good indicator. Don't be scared of failure because that's education yeah. and experience. But I want to meet someone that's fallen over 30 times and can now do this. And I'm like, wow, there is, there is experience, there is education, there is credibility, and there is success. That's my coach. You know, I, I, I got it. So your book, this first book, Blue Fishing, um, you used my name in the book, and I don't recall any kind of a royalty agreement. And it's literally in chapter freaking one, dude. Like, what the hell? Knocking down walls. I'm like, what the heck? He used my name, and I didn't get a royalty agreement. What's going on here? But no, so this is an amazing book. It's, it's, I don't know how many millions of copies or hundreds of thousands or whatever. I, I know it's a number one best selling book. Yeah. Um, what in the world made you write this new book and hold it up? I'm going to give you full screen. I want everybody to see it. Go for stupid, the art of achieving ridiculous goals. Why did you write this book? Um, again, aggravation and COVID. You see, COVID came along and I remember it, it was in March and I'd gone out for a Mexican restaurant and it was horrible. And I came back and then on the TV, they were saying, right, tomorrow everything's shut. And I'm thinking, crap, my last meal was at the shit Mexican restaurant. <laughs> and and that's, that's all I could think about. And then the following day, and it was very quick, and we all know this, everyone's kind of like, oh, my God, I can't get out and connect with people. And, oh, my God, I so badly want to get – and I can't go to the gym anymore. And I'm thinking, your fat ass was never going to the gym before COVID. <laughs> and it just became all these excuses. And it used um, to piss me off. And how many times – did you see on Facebook, hey, what shall I binge watch on Netflix? Oh, my God. I know Thank it. you. For fuck's sake, go and do something. Because every successful entrepreneur suddenly realized the gift that COVID gave them was time. Yeah. You know? We were getting a nine-day week. We, were ha we didn't have to travel. We didn't have to even drive anywhere, you know, uh, and it was absolutely fantastic. And I started, you know, I get a little bit perturbed and I write something down and I post it and then I think about it and it's in that order. And I would do so. And people were like, you're really pissed off with this. And I was like, I can't believe how people are ignoring this. <clears throat> and then oh a few God. people said, they actually said I should put it in like a little quote book. And make a little book out of it. And I suddenly, and that was what was going to happen at first. I was just going to put a little book 
<clears throat> together of my rants in there. And then it started getting more uh, meat to it. And I suddenly sort of started looking at people and then something happened, which was the real turning point, which was the real cancer of this society. We came up with this tagline that everyone got on board with, the cancel culture. And also, the gotcha society. I want to find a picture of when you dressed up as a penguin in 1963, and it was totally inappropriate to the world of penguins, and I'm now going to cancel your entire career. And I'm also going to get a little nugget, and I'm going to post you on a TikTok reel and shame you. And it was this, this horrible thing that in a moment of time, when we're all stuck in the same place, we're all sharing the same pain, now we want to fucking attack each other? It just made no sense. Mm -mm. And it just started to annoy me. And I started looking around, and I had a conversation with Elon Musk ages ago about NASA having a go at him when he was trying to do SpaceX. Yeah. And this was before they became partners. By the way... The NASA-SpaceX partnership means that Elon does everything and NASA shoves a decal up on the top. Yep. So that's the partnership there. But yeah. at the time, they were really, really slamming him. And I said to him, how do you, how do you kind of keep it together, you know? And he said, they'll always laugh at you just before they applaud. Ooh. And that was it. And I went through history and I noticed, and this is make you laugh, there was actually a protest against Henry Ford for producing his car. And do you know why they were, they were... The reason for the protest was, my horse can go through the woods, your car can't. <laughs> that, that was the reason for it. And the light bulb, this one really makes me laugh. <laughs> the light bulb was protested because it was a danger in your house. Now... The Great Fire of London, Boston, and all of these were not started by light bulbs. They were started by the idiots with the candles. So it just made me laugh. And then that laughter turned into aggravation. And I wanted to get people away from that kind of society. I wanted people to turn around and go, hey, before we start knocking people down, let's, let's help them up. Let's support them. Let's challenge them. Rather than in a council culture, yes, let's actually celebrate each other. And so when I see someone online and they bought a car, I'll actually share that on my feed and go, look, this guy worked his tits off and bought the car he wants. Let's not snide him. Let's rejoice the person, you know? And yep. so the whole point around it was how to change your mindset. And it all started from the aggravation. There's lots of historical proof in there of what, we use today and we love today that all the idiots in the planet were like condemning. Yeah. And we're also, as a human being, you said about human nature earlier, yeah. we're not good with change. You know, like every time the car changes its body style, for as many people that go, oh, I really like the new lock. Look, there's thousands and hundreds of thousands of people. Oh, I don't like the new shape. I don't like that. We don't like change. Right. And that's what that's what being an entrepreneur is all about. This works great. Now how can we make it work better, smoother, cheaper? That's how an entrepreneur's mind works. And another little last little rant, one of the other kind of catalyst events of this was the BBC released that during COVID, there were five million 
new millionaires registered. It's been the fastest growth of millionaires in any two-year period in our life. Yeah. And it was during, apparently, the worst period of our life. Yep. I, 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 you know, I sit here and my business literally, I, it more than quadrupled inside in, in that, that year. It's insane, man. And, and people, I, I just, I, I don't, I'm, we're on the same page. I'll just say that. So, so what are, what are some of the, like, what are some of the chapter titles? Are you allowed to share any of that information? I could if this wasn't a dummy book. Um, it's actually, this is the cover. My other ones don't turn up until next week. So this is actually a copy of Bluefish in oh, with the actual right. copy of the book on there. I love but, the cover, man. That cover is so incredible. It, it did come out well. Um, we wow. always use that title, but I was really, I was really pleased with the actual thing. We've got a lot of sections in there. And I know I was running through this yesterday. We've got through great protests you know, where people have actually tried to protest stuff that really we couldn't live without today that people thought was stupid. I actually talk a lot in there about mindset. I actually talk a lot about my barbecue game. Have you ever played my barbecue game? No. Right. Okay, good. I've done it so many times now that a lot of people have actually seen it and they get the answer right. So let's play a game, Ken. Oh, okay. (laughs) I've got a barbecue this Saturday night, and I turn around to Ken and I say, Ken, you're in Los Angeles. I'm in Los Angeles. I want you to come to my barbecue Saturday night. What is the first question you ask me? What's your address? What's my address? Perfect. How can you get to my party without knowing the address? Here's the address. What's the second question? What time does it start? Perfect. You've got to know what time it is. Otherwise, you're going to be late or you're going to get there, and it's not even open. So you've got the address and the time. What's the third question? What can I bring? Perfect. So two selfish, self-centered bastard questions came from you <laughs> before you cared about my interest. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great having you on today, Steve. I did, I did that with so I did that with someone a while ago. He ended up at about eight or nine questions, and then oh, he went, geez. Oh, and out of the background, out of the background, you heard his wife go. What can you bring? <laughs> and he went, oh, what can I bring? And it took his wife to get it. You see, in today, and it's in the book, it goes through it. Whenever you turn up in anyone's sandpit, in anyone's conversation, you're in a room with them, okay? We've got something here that has greater capability of computing than the FBI had in the 90s, right? right? If you see someone from the other side of the room and you want to strike up a conversation, Google Look up images and try to find something that they like, you know, cars, horses, whatever. And when you go up there, you go, hey, Ken, how are you? Hey, I saw an article a while ago. Apparently, you love horses. Is that right? No one loves speaking about stuff more than they love. Okay? So get them to talk about them. And then you can go, oh, and you've got this podcast. I've actually got an audience. It's not as large as yours. But, hey, would it help you if if I shared that with a couple of hundred thousand people that I've got? What are you going to go? No, fuck off. You know, you're going to be like, great. So you've always got to think that in today's world, what can I bring to your party? 
And I, I call it the barbecue game. You actually did pretty well. So I, I hate to. Uh -huh. but okay, but my first thought was, <laughs> wow, what could I bring? But I was trying to be logical, Steve. <laughs> well, do you know, and here's the daft thing. And 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 again, no disrespect to the guys, or maybe there is, I don't know. There's always disrespect when someone says no disrespect, isn't there? No oh, disrespect, yeah, but I hate exactly. your food. Yeah, um, don't take this personally. Yeah, that's got the classic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the ladies always get it right first shot. Wow. Every time I've ever done it in an event, in a training camp, um, I go there. Like I did a training thing the other week, and um, it was for mortgage uh, real estate uh, people. And they were all ladies in uh, Vegas, and there was one guy. So someone said about the barbecue game. So I thought, because they've said about it, they probably already bloody know it. There was one guy there. One guy. Out of all of these girls, and so I picked on him, and he went for about three or four, and the girls were like, oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and they all knew. And as soon as I said, ladies, what would you do? What would you bring? I like, came out as a massive child. So oh it is funny. God. That is, But that is really, really powerful, man. I will never forget that now. Never. That's, it that's it, it really works. Any to any conversation, and I've done this, and I'm not giving you stuff that I've just thought up. I will literally see someone, and I will Google them. And as I say, I look up images, yeah, and then I will just see someone. Because on images, you've got the professional ones plus that social, yeah, and there may be someone in there, and they're leaning up against, you know, I don't know you, and I can walk yeah. up to them and go, hey, you know. It, I believe we've got a mutual friend, Ken Wolves, you know, and they yeah. go, yeah, you know, and bang, it breaks it. That's what you need. You need an access point, and that's what I've done so many times. Brilliant. So brilliant. And as Thomas says, powerful. That is it, so powerful. So so you talk about in the book, um, it's not just complaining about morons. <laughs> I'm kidding. But you so you talk about how to – you know, I, I think back to all of the the mistakes that I've made as an I've been an entrepreneur most of my adult life. I've tried working for a couple of people and it never works out. Um, but, you know, I think about the mistakes. I think about the time my car was repossessed in front of all my employees. <laughs> I mean, and I'm like, I, I was like, if I could... If I had a car to drive right now, I would literally drive it off a cliff because that's how depressed I got and embarrassed <laughs> I was. Right. So how do you how do you um, how do you help people overcome being stuck in the BS that they the, the mistakes they've made? They're not. And that, that that's a very harsh, you know, direct statement to make. No one's stuck in the mistakes. Do you remember I said to you that the two cancerous uh, societies that grew were the uh, gotcha society and the cancel culture? Yep. Okay. Yep. The gotcha society wants to laugh at you. You see, here's the bottom line. People say, oh, what would you do today if you knew you couldn't fail? Well, I wouldn't want that day because <laughs> you say you made loads of mistakes. You know what it's like now. You learn from those mistakes. They say you rarely trip on the same curb twice. Having the car repossessed. We've all been in a situation where we've been spanking our credit cards on a Tuesday to be able to keep the lights on on Friday or yeah. trying to kind of like, you know, hock your jewelry to be able to pay your rent. We've all been in those situations and they're horrible situations. 
But what do they teach us? They teach us we know how to shop carefully, how to be able to like, you know, buy a loaf of bread and turn it into a meal over seven days. We know how to survive. And you can only learn how to survive when it's getting tough out there. Okay, so we don't make mistakes. We get harsh education. Now, here's the turning point in a society today, especially today. They like to point and laugh. (laughs) Look at him. He got his car repossessed. How many of your employees that saw you getting your car repossessed, A, laughed at you, and B, still freaking work for someone else? You know? Yeah. That's the situation today. We're not scared of failing. We're scared of people seeing it and laughing at us. We've Mm. actually got into a situation now where we're scared of the jeer. None of the big boys are, okay? And that's that's the dumb thing here. I'm going to pull something out here. And this anyone listening or watching this can actually think about this. When was the last time, or do you remember a time when you would be sat at a coffee table, a bar, a restaurant, wherever, just in the park, with your mates, with your buddies, and all of a sudden you're excited about a project. And you go, oh, yeah, I did this, and then I did, and I'm going to do this, and what I'm thinking I'm going to do is I'm going to scale it, I'm going to run an affiliate program, and then I'm going to probably exit on that, probably only about 13 multiple, and then I'm going to go and buy an item, and you just start puking out all of your vision. And you look at your mates, and your mates suddenly look at you like you've just been consumed by an alien. And you suddenly realized you've left that group. Yeah. And what happens? Two things happen. One, you dilute your dreams. You go, oh, sorry, lads. I don't know what I was thinking. Someone must have spiked my coffee. I was having a mad moment. I'm all right now. I'm back now. You know, I'm going to be as hard up and broke just like you wankers. So don't worry about it. (laughs) You know, or do you the second one, which is tougher, but needs to be done. Realize you're at the wrong table. Mm. And that's and that's what this that's what this book. We're not getting any younger. You know, look at Joe Ingram. We're not getting any prettier. So we need to focus on what we can do with the years left. And that's impact. We can't control the time. We can control the impact. And that will provide the income and the life you want. But for now, stop listening to our swipes that add nothing to your party and start focusing on what can be done. And that's the mindset today. I don't care about you laughing at me because by the end of the day, you're still going to be serving me my coffee and my drive through But I am going to push myself. Wow. I, I don't even know how to, I don't know, even know what to ask you now. Like I'm, I'm blown away. That is so freaking true though. That's why, I mean, I don't have a lot of friends. I just don't. Well done. Ken, honestly, and I'm sorry to jump in there. Well said, because a lot of us don't. We have a lot of associates. Hell, I could I could fill up a stadium with, with buddies and pals. Right. But at 12 o'clock at night, when you're having a dark moment and you need to call a shoulder that will help and support you and just drive to your house or get on that plane to Ohio yeah. without second question... You know, that's less than five. I did see a professor years ago 
that said that um, Friends, the sitcom Friends, would actually cause a lot of trauma because people were looking around going, I don't have five friends. I don't have five people. You know, and Friends went on for 10 years. That was part of the addiction. And everyone was like, oh, I wish I had five friends like that. Today, we've got two, three. Got a lot of associates, a lot of pals, a lot of buddies. But those friends, that are tough ones. It's and it's hard sometimes. And you know that. I mean, it's hard to hard. You look around and you're like, how do those people have so many freaking friends? And I'm like, I don't have that many. I don't think they do. So so go for stupid. If somebody buys this, is it just for entrepreneurs? Is it for for everybody? It's for anyone that's aggravated. And that's that's the key point here. If you're happy with your life you're happy with your standards, you're happy with where you are in this path, then no, don't buy the book. It'd be a waste of time for you. But it's for people that are aggravated and they want more of themselves and the relationships and what they bring to the world. They want to create more impact. That's sitting there going, hang on a minute. Why does this have to be like this? Well, the answer is it doesn't. 99% of the problems with you getting to the next step are actually in your head. And they've been forced in there by media, social platforms. How many of us wake up in the morning, look at Instagram and go, yeah, my life really does suck. You know, look at all of these people. They're on private jets with 400 other people. You know, is that kind of stuff that we need to be able to reframe and to be able to take control of. So it's not for entrepreneurs. It's for people that don't want to settle to where they are. If you've got a girlfriend, a husband, a wife, kids, and you want a better relationship, the barbecue game is a good one of thinking, what can you bring to that table? You know, if you want to be able to do better business, I've got other instances in there, which give you ideas of what I did with some of the most powerful people in the planet. And God, we only needed three seconds of this podcast for people to realize I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. (laughs) So if I can be doing it, you're already out of excuses. So it's those kind of things. It's it's for that aggravated, curious kid in all of us that literally just wants to stand up today and just go, all right, enough's enough. This is my moment. Let me have it. God, that's so, that's brilliant, dude. Kind of like that really, that, that steel background you have behind you there. It's (laughs) rusted steel. My corrugated steel. You told you told the story on the last. Show yeah, I'm not going to give it away. It. If you don't know what the story is, listen to the other podcast. I love that story. So, so how? Okay, when does the book come out? So the book's out on 18th of October. You can go to stevedsims.com and subscribe uh, to the newsletter. You'll be one of the first people to know. If you want to be quicker, you can text the word Sims S I M S to three three. Seven seven seven. That's the word Sims. S I M S. Got it. S I M S two three three seven seven seven. The people on my text list will be the first ones to know on the eighteenth of October. That's the one. They will be the first ones to know when it's available, and you'll get a text and a direct link through to the Amazon. Uh, where you'll be able to grab it. And when you grab it, leave a review. If you hate it, leave a review. If you love it, leave a review. If you hate it, don't leave a review. 
Yeah. Oh, I love, do you know, I love, I actually, a while ago, I used to read through and there's not actually a lot, which kind of upset me a little bit, but I read through the one and two star reviews of um, blue fishing. And there's one guy on there going, who, who talked this guy into doing the audio version of his book? I can't understand an effing word he says. <laughs> Oh my God. I loved it. I love reading the bad review. So if you've got a bad review, just make it funny and I'll probably end up reading it out somewhere. It was probably Joe Ingram. Yeah, he, yeah. He said He's he, one followed, of those. he followed you on IG, so it's 19 now. He's going to unfollow <laughs> after the show. Yeah, bring me, <laughs> bring me back down. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I could listen. I could talk to you all day. I know you don't have that kind of time, but. Um, I really would encourage everyone. I'm on your text list, by the way. So um, he's not a spammer. Uh, I'm, I'm giving you a public acknowledgement now. Um, get on his text message list. Go text. I, is that just for the U.S. or is that? Yeah, it's only for the U.S. If you go to uh, if you go to stevedsims.com, that will actually pop up asking you to text me. Um, if you're anywhere else in the world, then I have a you know geo tag, so it'll just be a subscribe your newsletter here. But that's that number is only available to US cell phones. Okay. So I'm on your I'm on your email list as well. So um again, you're you're not a spammer. There are people who are are they 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 abuse email, I think. Some yeah, some I don't want to do that. No, nah, you 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 do very well at it. So Thank you. Um, hey, October, what'd you say? 18th, right? October the 18th, it comes out. I'll be sending everyone a detail at like nine o'clock in the morning of where they can grab that coffee. A coffee. Go, and a copy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go early. for Stupid, new book by Steve Sims. If you want a great pre-taste of his writing style and, and actually have a lot of fun and laughs, go get blue fishing this book will change your life go pick that up right now because it is available and then go to stevedsims.com get registered because october the 18th go for stupid comes out and sounds like a big game changer man i i hope so my my goal my goal quite simply is and this sounds really pie in the sky but hey it's my stupid goal I'm really pissed off about how we don't support each other. Um, mm. I want to actually change the mindset of entrepreneurs where they actually start challenging and supporting those for greater things. And those that are laughing, they can't hear. So that's, I, right. that's, that's my dream. I want to create a bit of a world that I want to live in, really. What, and that's what your hope is with this book? Yeah, I, I really want I want someone to read it and go, do you know, I'm going to stop jeering. I'm going to stop poking and I'm going to start pushing and supporting. I want people to see people online, see, I know their friends and go, hey, I saw you trying this. You know, how can we make it bigger? How can I support you get to your goal? I want to see people do that for each other. I love that, man. That's we're the, we're the weird kids in the family. And when we're at that dining room table and we're trying to fit in, don't we weren't built to that's that's <laughs> i'm the one throwing the food up at the ceiling fan to see how far it'll fly <laughs> yes. 
Listen, Steve, thank you for jumping on again today and, and hanging out. And, um, man, you know, anything that I can do to help you with this, I'm, I'm in. I'm Thanks, in, Ken. So, I appreciate um, you, pal. We'll get you on uh, Am an Amazon Live, too, maybe on October 18th, if if it's even possible. Well, that's going to be my launch day at the Speakeasy, so uh, I won't be available on that day, oh. but I'd love to do it with you another time. Yeah, let's yeah do it. sure. Yeah. All right, listen, everybody, share this out if you haven't shared it already. Um, share it again, even if you did. It's not going to hurt anything. So share it out. Appreciate you all. Steve, hang tight for me. I'm going to end the live stream. Everybody, text in the U.S. If you're in the U.S., text the keyword SIMS, S-I-M-S, to 33777. Go over to stevedsims.com. Get registered to be notified when the book comes out. Steve, thank you so much. We will see you all later. Have an awesome day.